This episode of Driving Well Awesome is brought to you by Heel and Toe Apparel. Go to heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash DWA and get 20% off your order. Uh, check it out. They have really cool shirts. We all love them here. And we're stoked to have them on as a sponsor. Holler. It's Driving Well Awesome podcast radio hour. Holler. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. I'll just melt some crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No. Right. Beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I threw it up. <laughs> Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Wayne. Uh, I'm Brian. Jay Lamb. I'm just visiting. Jay Lamb is in the house once again. How you feeling? Good. Limber? Yeah. No, I'm ready. Like, I could do 10 of these. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Jay Lamb from 24 Hours of Lemons. That's right. Fame. Yeah. Chief <laughs> Perpetrator. Um, and, I mean, we haven't said it yet, but that is the origin of DWA. This is true. Uh, we had a longer origin name. Origin stories. I like origin yep. stories. We had a longer right. name. It was Team Santa Cruz Driving While Awesome. Yep. But uh, like Facebook, they dropped the the, so we dropped the Santa Cruz. But um, <laughs> And the team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's true. We bonded over your weird invention. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. That's great. And uh, second race ever. Mm-hmm. I joined on the third or whatever. But um, Yeah, Brian read the article in Auto Week magazine. Yeah. Yeah. And he sent us all an email saying, let's get this AMC Javelin. Uh, we don't need no sissy European car or Japanese car. We need to be slamming through the four speed with V8. White letters out. White letters out. And uh, he said, who's with me? And uh, a few of us responded. Slowly. And we ended up with a Porsche 944. As well you should. <laughs> yeah. Much better, right? And, yeah. Uh, yeah, we uh, had a lot of fun. And it was uh, the first two races were straight up destruction derby. Oh, yeah. And we have a video. The good old days. The video is fabulous. Let me just say, after all these years, that is probably the best video that's ever been done. Wow. So good. And then filling out the top 10 are our 10 other videos that we did to (laughs) uh, You know what? You you pretty much are just (laughs) film board. Yeah. The, my, my favorite is the one with, uh, with you interviewed with the Japanese. That was really good. Yeah. Those are some creative times at DWS. And I remember history. thinking like, who are these guys and why do they have this much time on their hands? <laughs> and on the other side, we were thinking like, oh my God, this race is so cool. Like we got to get in. Yeah. We got to do something different. And then each time we thought it was like a very high bar. Yeah. That we, well, I, you we, know we didn't know it was just like crayon drawings that were getting <laughs> entries. Now, you know what? The very important thing is does your check clear and then you're totally golden yep. yeah. yeah what's How your uh, what's your percentage of denying people like are you depends racing? on the event it depends okay. on the event what's your um, most popular event uh the most popular event historically is the sonoma events okay. particularly the end of the season one uh in december ask freeza palooza the arse freeza palooza and you know i mean we'll take a hundred and we've we've backed it down because the 180 
really is a little too crowded cars? on the track. So yeah, that's a little crowded really, on the track. Yeah. Um, so we backed it down on maybe that's 170 something. or even a little less than that usually. But I, th- I think I only did that thing at 100, with 100 cars maybe the first like, time. 100 cars is still a lot. It's still a lot of But even then it was a lot, yeah. But we'll take, you know, for that, I mean, you're you're still not taking probably 50 teams for something like that. I mean, we've wow. added we've added a lot more races. The idea, I think, is you add enough races that everybody who really wants to get in and makes a serious entry can get in. That, that's sort of what you're shooting for. And sometimes you add too many, and now you don't have very many cars, and sometimes you don't have enough, you got to turn people away. But then there are other, like like Denver, we will never turn a car away from Denver. Because there's up. basically, I mean, it's a track kind of in the middle of nowhere. Denver's the only metro area. There's basically 50 guys, you know, who have cars, <laughs> who are going to race, and that's it. And come on out, you know. I shouldn't say we'll never turn away a car. There are some entries where you're just like, huh, uh, uh, we don't want that guy. Right. right. <laughs> but, but you know, those are few and far between. You, Usually there's a lot of things like, I am a, I am a PCA competition veteran. So, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Thanks anyway. But yeah, no, these aren't should. the droids you're looking right. for. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Do you ever, uh, want to accept new people? And maybe if you're, if you're full, would you ever say, you know, you want to bring someone new in and maybe a team that's done it? 20 times you're like eh yeah you kind of make those decisions as you go I mean there there are teams that have done it 20 times and then there are teams that have done it 20 times and they're kind of douches and you're tired of them so you can usually find a guy like where you can say you know what screw that guy he was really a pain in the ass and I'm going to let these new guys have a have a have a shot at it um there's you try to have maybe 80% the kind of loyal returnees and like 20% new guys. That's sort of what you try to, what you try to shoot, but I'm making it sound like it's a science and it's not. I mean, we totally make this shit up as we go and I'm drinking Hendrix while doing it just like I am in this podcast. (laughs) So it is not a precise science. Science, Yeah. Yeah, How how were the early days? You're like, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. The early days were, yeah, a lot of, a lot of dirt throwing. Yeah. 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 Cause you learn over time. You learn like, oh yeah, I, I see all the indicia in this entry of a, like the guy will never get his act together and B, even if he does, he's going to be a, huge pain in the ass um you learn that but you know you don't know that at the at the beginning you know you get this entry and the guy says um i'm going to bring a hearse and all of my friends are undertakers you're like oh great and you realize this dude is seriously creepy <laughs> like it's a real hearse <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 um so where were you most recently what race i just returned i guess last weekend i was at carolina motorsports park uh and i'm leaving tomorrow to go to buttonwillow Okay. And yeah. you, you drive to Button Willow. I'll and just drive a, to, yeah, yeah. I'll just. I'll. I'll. You have a setup. Uh, what do you? What do you have? You take your Audi and a, uh, yeah, and I'm a sleeping drive. bag or yeah. What? No, I'll drive the Audi and I'll stay at the fabulous Motel Six. But Button Willow is the only Highway Five roadside town that has two Motel Sixes. <laughs> yeah, so, wow. yeah, and, and it's fascinating because there's one Motel Six that's kind of okay, and then there's the one Motel Six that is totally bed bugs and haunted virus. <laughs> yes, and God help you if you book the wrong one. Right. And it's the same price. It, it's totally right. the same price. Yeah. yeah, totally the same price. Yeah. Um. Well, thanks for joining us. I think no, uh, thanks for inviting me. We've been talking about having you on for a while, so it's it's good to finally make it happen. And um, usually on a Sunday edition, we kind of do some project car updates. Okay. And so maybe we'll start there, and then we can get into some history. All right. Okay. History. Um. So Brian, what do you what do you got? I'm a, I'm kind of a douchebag. Whoa. <laughs> 
What is that your update? Mean? Well, I let it. <laughs> hey, you're all right, Brian. Hey, Brian, you know what, man? You're cool. No, I'm not fishing here. I'm not fishing here. You uh, didn't do anything? Well, I've kind of messed around with my taillights a little bit. But oh, every, by the way, every last week, podcast you left, yeah. fucking black back there. So it's still black on the way here. <laughs> Zero taillights. So on the way to the podcast, I, I drive the Skylark once a week in the night. That's to come here. Uh, and I've just been kind of risking it. I've been like messing or fussing with the taillights here and there. And it's weird. It's intermittent. Sometimes the, the, the brake lights will work and the taillights won't. Uh, and it flips around. Like last time I had the brake lights working and both blinkers working, which I thought was amazing. Uh, <laughs> you know, you just go by a cop and you kind of fade on the brakes maybe. But uh, on the way to the podcast tonight, two different cars were like, hey, buddy, your brake lights are out. Oh, man, you're that guy. I'm that guy. And I just and you're like, the top down? Top so like, down. Oh, I'm really cool. Everyone right can just, yeah, I'm like shrinking oh, in my seat. Maybe like, you should drive your golf here. I should have. I would thought that immediately, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brand I, well, electric. the thing is, it, the, the new uh, change, too, is that uh, it's getting darker so much earlier. I uh-huh. used to be able to, it used Sneak to be just, over. just the way home, and then, you know, I'm just kind of going these weird little side streets. But, uh, you know, now it's like full pitch black, down Mission Street, yep. super traffic, and so I, I really got to change that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, product update is I did nothing on that. I don't, uh, I, I do have to mention that, uh, I'm flying down to freaking San Diego tomorrow to do the, uh, oh, Broha yeah. 250. I oh, can't believe cool. that's already here. It's already here. The, so, so tell Jay what Jay the Broha is. Yeah, what? Uh, tell me. Stems from lemon sort of thing. So yeah. Buddy's racing, uh, wait, Buddy's racing old junk automobiles. Uh, it's <laughs> Broha. Uh, Broha. So it's, uh, down in San Diego. Uh, this group of, uh, friends at a Mercedes dealership down there all are getting thousand dollar cars or cheaper and they have a course, uh, out through the desert. So a lot of it's off road. Fabulous. Yeah. Through Fabulous. Some, like, what are you, nice well, what are you driving? Cars. We have a Ford Festiva. <laughs> of course. 12 inch wheels with uh, UTV tires mounted on it <laughs> and clearance fenders. Uh, it's very lemons. And so unfortunately, Pat and I are kind of sweating right now because he's like seriously worried about the, the uh, highway section to get out there. Yeah, and, it's that bad. Yeah. Uh, he seems worried. So yeah, I don't know. He's, you know, he's been. And you haven't seen the car. I, I've seen pictures. I, I haven't touched it. Yeah. But I am a half owner. When does the actual race start? Friday. Afternoonish. Okay, so evening. you have tomorrow to like work on the car and stuff. I'm or? flying down tomorrow night, oh. and then so we have the night <laughs> yeah. and then kind of like the day. This time. is like lemons. This is fabulous. Yeah. And how so, come I'm not doing this? I know that's a good question. Yeah, we're keeping it low key, but at the same time, there's going to be like 50 people there. I guess it's turned out pretty big. We have 10 teams. Mostly they are uh, like big old American station wagons. Yeah. One Aerostar. Tell me if you've ever seen this before. Aerostar manual transmission. Oh yeah, no, no, rear wheel drive. I know it well, it's just wow. a Ranger, right? I mean, it's just a Ranger with a van mm, body. It's so, but oh, is it? The I think so. Yeah. I think so. So it's like a full frame. I think it is. Yeah. Well, this guy's got a. Mon- this guy knows how to weld, and he's I, got I, monster I should, truck tires on. I should on say, it. I am not an expert on Aerostar, <laughs> on Aerostar <laughs> uh, f- uh, physiognomy, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I've always assumed that's all the damn thing is. Well, I'm a little worried about that one. They've been yeah. doing some pre-running, which I think is kind of cheating. But uh, let so me uh, let me 90... ask you a question: When you're doing like, are you saying you're off? There's off-road sections. Yes. Like, does the Bureau of Land Management know, or are you just like driving? Uh, let me ask you this: Are you going to tell them? No, hell no. <laughs> no, they don't know. Fabulous. Yeah, yeah. these are so all like good. street legal cars. Yeah. 
We're so good. you're really We're good. not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. And no. but it's like 80% off-road. Yes. It's not like a yeah a race uh, on a street course or something. Oh, that's my right. God. If I, did not the have, desert. if I was not already promising people, <laughs> I, would have I would so go with you. I'm really looking forward to it. It's, Are you uh, going into Mexico at all? No. Okay. Not intentionally. No. Lane, that would the be Mexico insane. Mexico, California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm talking yeah, I know. We aren't going to be far from the border, though. They're getting I mean, right by Mexico. easy to, to take a wrong turn, yeah. But, yeah, this, this should be quite an event. They rented – I don't know if you can do this on – I don't know how they did this, but Pat's got a place out there. It's basically like a little plot of land and two trailers uh, that him and his buddy bought for 20 grand. You know, Uh they own the place and the trailers came with it and all that. And uh, Desert Town, you know, nothing there. And somehow they rented a field next to it. I don't know if you can do that in Airbnb or not. (laughs) You know, 20 bucks a night. But they've got, you know, it's going to be like 40 people camping out there. That's really cool. And there's a bar in the town, and that's like where the show and shine is going to be. So I also heard that. Well, it sounds amazing. so good. You're going to get bonus points if the bartender came out and picked your car as best in show and shine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 That's amazing. Um, and that's so, yeah, awesome. basically out of this town, it's straight dirt bike trails everywhere. And right. uh, so, I'll, I'll, you know, they've all pre-ran the course. I haven't seen it, but uh, I'm pretty excited. And how many miles are on this Festiva? Oh, I don't know. That's it was a good like question. 280 I, I think it's a lot. Then the guy that my buddy bought it from was like, Really sentimental about it. His only car for twenty years. Yeah. And, they're gonna, and, and he, he had said, weird. We'll take good care of it. He had weird like extras, like an extra steering wheel and this box of spare parts, and he handed it all over. And I, I think actually our biggest problem is going to be that the uh, seats are basically trash. They're like nothing. Yeah. And so we're going to be. Did you get the foam? Uh, we didn't get the foam to? yet. We were going to get like oh, the yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two days. Well, there's a couple we're days. Just go to a, stop go by to Walgreens. Like, go to no. like a. Um, is that a thing anymore? Couch Walgreens? store, or like any store, get some couch outdoor cushions. couch cushions or something. Like I mean, that. we could probably just drive down the streets in San Diego and yeah, you find, find a, a free couch. couch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Not bed that bugs. Idea. Just, just <laughs> get something because you're yeah. gonna, you're gonna really want that. We do have a kind of like me when I went to the Gunaseka. To camp and I all I brought was a yoga mat. Yeah, to sleep on. <laughs> Not a good idea. I should have had a real good mattress. Word. I should learn from your experience. Yeah. Um, so do us a favor and can you document this kind of event? I'm charging a few GoPros here and there, but I'm not going to make any promises. No, no, just like, no, just cell phone picture. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, take yeah. some and I'll do take some, some video photos. with your cell phones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put yeah. it on the Instagrams. Yeah, yeah. we want to watch. Jay wants to see. That's just so good. Yeah, yeah. I'm so. It jealous. should be fun. So I'm packing my bags. I'm still packing, and so far I have uh, a little jump starter for the car, the battery, you know, and I've yeah. got my helmet that's fit taking up half the bag, and then uh, I've got a giant tow rope, and then uh, you know. Couple pieces of underwear, <laughs> wow, <laughs> stuff like that. That's good yeah. stuff. Right I think there. he's gonna have most of the tools. He's like, um, what's his name? Is Stand by Me. He's like, hey guys, I brought a comb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a good idea. I should Wait. probably do that. <laughs> Some hair gel like, and comb. Dude, you don't even have hair, Brian. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's awesome. I don't have much, but uh, we we went to a wedding in Mill Valley, um, and I we took the van again, my wife and I. And instead of renting a place or hotel room, we just parked outside of our friend's Airbnb, which I guess you can just do, uh, and slept in our van. Uh, but we took it up the coast, which is like just prime Vanagon time. We're talking about Highway 1 North, 55-mile-an-hour speed limit, 
bunch of vacationers. You, no one's wanting to go fast anyway. No one's going fast. Except for me being like, yeah, I'm pretty, much I, I'm pretty sure I was stuck behind yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, it's like Indian summer here. It's amazing oh God, weather. So, nice. uh, so we cruise up there. I will say I started the van in the morning, hadn't driven in a while. Fuel leak again. Oh, what? Uh, that same fitting that I tightened before Laguna Seca. A couple more starts, it went away. It's it's something where it swells up once it gets going. But anyways, I got to address that. I, I know what I'm going to do. Um, and that was actually quite good. The van was perfect. So no complaints there. Took the coast back home. Took Stage Road. Oh, wow. The van? Yeah. All the way. Does not seem That's much ridiculous. way to go. You well, got you know lost. They, That's I, how you I, end I up there. I'm sure that I was stuck behind <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know they have that... that Stoplight on Highway One now. You know, oh yeah, of course, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, on the weekends he gets fucking tattered. Oh really? It's like a two mile stop oh, shit. and go. Oh, I would imagine. Yeah. So we had saw that coming up, and I'm like, yeah. I'm not going that way on the way back. So we yeah, took stage road yeah. the whole way, and then yeah. got coffee and Pescadero and all this that stuff. But makes uh, sense. on our on the road, I was basically going cro- against the grain of a group of drivers. It was like GT3, Alpha 4C, Audi R8, <laughs> fucking Evo going full blast. Fast and I'm coming around those yeah. turns. And, this, and you are their worst nightmare. <laughs> Pretty much. Other than like a bicyclist. It's kind of scary for you. It was too. super scary. And, and they're <laughs> yeah. like not being very cool. I mean, I, I also will acknowledge that we are sometimes those people, but... Um, <laughs> the fact that I didn't know them was equally annoying. Yeah. Um, anyways, so that was going on. And then, uh, and they weren't in like old alphas. And no, BMWs no, no, no. It was all new Porsches. stuff. It was all like new, new stuff. Yeah, stuff so. yeah, exactly. New, there's a new BMW and stuff. Um, but as far as other project car updates, um, I had Kevin, our buddy Kevin, uh, dropped off his E30 325ES. 86 or 87. Um, and we were going to do some front. I think that uh, was a 80. Oh, yeah, you're right. Six, yeah. Uh, front shocks on it. A couple of the little things. We got the shocks apart and realized this wheel bearing was about to fall out of the thing oh. on the right side. So we did wheel bearings and it turned out the left side was even worse. So, yeah. Well, that's uh, good. Wheel bearings, front shocks, new control arms, control arm bushings, ball joints. Um, Power steering pump. The car is like totally uh, a different car. And I'm going to say this right now. 325 ES. Good. Slow car, fast Hall of Fame. Hall like, of Fame. Nice, uh, yep. nice yep. torque. Yep. Huh? Torque. You work at it. You're yep. in third gear before you know it. You have to like mm-hmm. really get momentum going. It still has all the good things about a good E30. I mean, that, a limited that slip. That one's chip too, right? So it, it, I guess that one is chip. Which makes the red line. It, it, that's but, like 600 extra horsepower. <laughs> uh, yeah, right? yeah Just, exactly. Yeah. It's like Don Garlic. Right. I think they're all chipped at this point. It does give it like. 600 RPM, which makes it a little <laughs> more does. drivable. So yeah. that's the weirdest thing about it. I have an E30, a 325i, and uh, the E revs out to 4,500. You're at redline. Yeah. So yeah. you're shifting all yeah. the time at four. Um, it kind of sounds a little different and smooth. It's it's a cool car. I'd say if you're looking at a 325ES and kind of on the fence, just buy it. Yeah. I think Get that's one. the yeah. bargain one right yeah. now for E30s too. because... Yeah. You know, E30s, there's this whole everyone's spending a billion dollars for On them. an IS, well, like nine and an IS. We've destroyed them all. Exactly. I know. <laughs> yeah, you guys are <laughs> yeah. partly the Brent yeah. Yeah. For a good IS, they're 10 grand. Yeah, yeah. and an ES yeah. is kind of like the unloved one, and you get yeah, an E, and you get the ES, and it has the, the wing, limited the limit slip, slip, and all the air dam. But yeah. the key is to find one that hasn't been treated like an ES, meaning no, it's a, that no one cared about, yeah. right? And so now you're going to get it, and it's got, you know, fucked up. In, interior's been messed with. Everything's been fucked up. So this car isn't perfect. It has some oil leaks. Um, 
and some condition issues, but it's it's that red, you know, henna rot on black. It's a with a wing and air dam and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm high on an ES. If you can find a perfect ES for four grand, that's a killer buy. Or three grand. Even. Yeah. But that's where I'm at. So, so uh, I wheel, drove it here wheel bearings usually make quite a lot of noise, right? Yeah. yeah. He doesn't drive it a ton. So but he drove sitting, it down here. Yeah, San Francisco. I know, and that's what sketched me out. I mean, you could grab the wheel and go clunk, 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 clunk. <laughs> Ooh. Was and, it not just, I mean, like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. It but, like I mean, you know, it's a loud old car, and maybe he's not super in tune with it. Hmm. I, I remember I randomly had my buddy ride with me in my Specky 30. And we're cruising around at Sonoma, and he's like, what the fuck is wrong with your car? He's like, dude, this thing is, like, ready to fall apart. And I, I had just been driving it by myself. There you go, Lane. And, you know, it's race car. I, like, didn't really know all the different sounds. Yeah. And it turns out that wheel bearing was basically gone. Yeah. And it's a hub assembly, so it's not a real cheap kind of thing. Kind of a pain in the ass, yeah. Yeah, so people might avoid it. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of forced his hand on it. I just said, this needs, needs to be done, and... Need some other stuff, but um, yeah, it's cool. I drove it here tonight. Hope Kevin doesn't mind. Needed a little test drive, and um, it's fun. It's fun. It's a momentum car, which we love here. Oh, Jay, what's your take on teleportation? Where are you at? One hundred percent for it. Okay. Oh, okay. As a guy who every weekend has to get on an airplane, one hundred percent. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But then for fun driving, are still involved in. Wait, once but in a you while. know what? The car. The, look, we're at this inflection point where cars are gonna be what horses are now to people and right. sailboats. But like, that's gonna be after like it. That's gonna be after we're dead. No, I don't think so. You no, think no, in our 100%, lifetime? 100% not. Totally within our lifetime. Yeah. Within so much faster than you think. Within our lifetime, uh, like with a 10-year horizon, we're going to get to a place where cars are going to be, if you're totally into that and you want to drive your car, great, fine, go do that. But if you just want to go to work or your kid wants to go to school or whatever, you ain't going to be driving that thing. I, um, I, I agree with you, but 100%. I think there'll still be a large group of us in the hobby. Sure. That are driving cars on a daily. No, of course, or... and we'll be driving terrible shit. We'll, yeah, yeah. You know, we'll be driving, and you know, gas an will, and gas something. will be fucking a hundred dollars a gallon. Yeah, or you're something. probably gonna have to order it, and it'll be delivered <laughs> yeah, right. a fifty-five gallon drum <laughs> near your garage. Yeah. Uh, Whole Foods will sell it in a paper <laughs> can or artisanal gasoline. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Where they're 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 building the long chain hydrocarbons, yeah. you know, out back. <laughs> yeah. But, but um, no, it's absolutely going to be uh, uh, an enthusiast only. Weirdos are going to be doing that, like and, horse people. Yeah, like horse people, yeah. and like <laughs> exactly. people, right. and like steam train people. That that is absolutely where we're going. Absolutely, it's rich man, people. poor man. Right? We're going to be steam yeah. train people. Yeah. I don't we're, want to be a steam no, train we're, person. We're going to have funny mustaches. <laughs> overall, overall, yeah. No, we're going to be the guy who doesn't shut up and has the little oil can. It's yeah. totally going to be us. Yeah. I mean, it's already us. Uh, uh, gosh, I, I, it's I'm, definitely you, Warren. <laughs> I'm not ready for that, but uh, uh, I'll take it. It might happen. I'm still. I'm not a uh, climate change uh, disbeliever kind of guy, but I, I think it's going to be longer than that. You know, I'm not. I, well, I, just, I mean, we have to cycle through all the cars we have yeah, now, yeah, so yeah. there, there's. Uh, I, I yeah. want. I wonder what the cycle. What there, they there is. There's that kind of. Yeah, we have that history. Uh, we know what that takes to cycle through it's, a whole. It's not tomorrow, and we're still building gasoline cars. Yeah. So it's not tomorrow, but it's not. I mean, hopefully, everybody around this room. Not if we keep drinking gin and beer, but hopefully, everybody in this room. I mean, we're going to live another forty or fifty years. Yeah, and boy, it sure as hell is going to be that time frame. 
All right. Yeah, I can I'll see start, it in 20, yeah, 30, 30 the, years. 20 max. 20 max. Yeah. I mean, look, you can you can buy a Mercedes right now that essentially drives itself, that is yeah. essentially an autonomous yes, car, yes. or a Tesla. Yeah, and and like, nobody's really talking about that. Right. But the fact no, it's, matter it's is, trippy. Matter I mean, that is matter trippy. Is it's there. Aston Martin just came out and said they're going to make electric yeah. cars yeah. and all this. So, yeah. yeah. And, and you he know said, what? Uh, you, Ian Callum drive, said, I might have designed the last uh, gas-powered car. If you drive a Tesla S... You will say, "Oh yeah, this is such a better way to build a car." I mean, you, you have you got you've driven, yeah. And once they put, I, I drive an e golf every day, uh, yeah. and it's like once they have all those components, yeah. you just plop them together, and it's yeah. super easy. Yeah. And yeah. it is all car Lego manufacturers are super that. easy, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just a, it's a simpler, better solution, and that's the way the world's going to go. And and you know, I hump my ass from San Francisco to Santa Cruz all the time. Sometimes I want to drive one of my fun cars and I want to thrash on it. And sometimes I like, look, I got work to do. For sure. So I, I yeah, definitely people will people embrace that so faster than we think. The prediction was once we do this teleportation stuff or yeah. self driving cars, yeah. whatever. Yeah. All the roads are going to go to shit. All the the beat like the the side roads are going to go yeah. to shit. So you're basically going to need a rally car to go there. everywhere. Yeah, I don't think. I, no, I don't see that. That's going to make any difference. There, there's no political pressure of like, oh man, I got my WRX. You got to go fix uh, ice cream grade. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, I don't think. Right. Ha- yeah, no, I don't think it has. I don't think it make any difference at all. Well, I mean, the, the, the roads will deteriorate, right? But Why? Everyone lives Why? up there. They still have to take yeah. their Uber cars or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll still be, they're not going in flying cars. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's yeah. happening. Yeah. No, they, listen, Santa Cruz County is not maintaining roads based on how fun they are to drive. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's they're true. maintaining roads because some dude with a $3 million house at the top of Empire Grade is like, God yeah. damn it, there's too many potholes on this. Yeah, I paid my taxes. I pay my taxes and I give the supervisor 50 grand when he wants to be reelected. That's he, how roads get redone. So. Yeah. That's not going to change. Oh, that's how it does? Okay. You gotta get- <laughs> I, I might be cynical about that. I don't know. Hey, uh, Jay, we did a quiz a couple of weeks ago. Um, California has the highest percentage of roads in poor condition. Yeah. I of totally any state. believe, totally What's, believe that. What do you think the percentage is? A uh, hundred? <laughs> it probably actually I mean, is. really high. Really high. I, I travel all over the country doing these races. And even, I swear to God, I mean, South Carolina, which you don't think of as a, you know, super <laughs> like, avant-garde state. I mean, hey, you know what? You can drive the road and your car does not fall yeah. apart. This was actually, uh, I think it was, terrible. it was highways, right? I the can't thing, remember. Or was it just normal roads? I forget. It was roadways. Yeah, roadways, I guess. Do you guys it remember? Was 50, it was 50%. When we were in our 20s, do you remember that you would just go out in California and you would go kind of anywhere and the road, there would be nobody on the road and the road would be super smooth and you had good sight lines and they were not double yellows and you could drive the snot out of your car? Yeah, what happened? I, well, partly our cars have gotten a lot faster because yeah. I was doing that in a TR3 and I was going yeah. 40. Yeah. So that's a little exactly. different too. 325 but, ES. Yeah. But no, I, I mean, I think we ran out of public money is what I think happened. Yeah. And more people. And, yeah. And more people pounding triple, that. You know, double, triple, whatever, whatever the number I mean, I think is. the yeah. people thing is yeah. a big part of that. Yeah. 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 Cause well, and we had our infrastructure going back to the 60s and 70s for that population. Yeah. And we've thrown a whole lot more people in. But and less know, there's, money. There's no room. Well, less money. And also, to be fair, like in the Bay Area and Santa, Santa Cruz, there ain't no room for roads. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you're not going to knock over a thousand people's houses. You don't want to do that to make no. roads. So Yeah. How many miles, stuck. like in Santa Cruz, for instance, yeah. like 
how long, how far is it from the beach to the mountains, right? It's yeah. only a two mile stretch yeah. or something. Yeah. So you only have that area to, to, to work, work with. with and yeah. we only have two major arter, two arteries, yeah. but you know, the highway and one major road, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But I do remember in like Santa Cruz, for instance, you know, any day, at two o'clock, you could just go walk down the middle of any main main yeah. road, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. and there would not be a car in sight. Yeah. And now yeah. there's, I mean, there's never Non-stop. a time that it's yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Even, you know, right now at t- you know nine ten o'clock at night, it's going to be yeah. way more crowded than it ever was then. Uh, I, I was going to say road bikes weren't a thing back then either. They were a thing. I don't know. Not as the much. number of road bikes today. You is mean insane. Like biking bikes? A lot of yeah. people, but that was a popular thing Are, in the late seventies and early eighties and stuff. I think it was still pretty extreme. I mean, you were like, like it, that it, guy. Yeah, I mean, like I'm just doing watching, ice cream watching, grade and all that stuff. That's yeah. what my dad was all into. That's yeah. why I think, like, yeah. watching you know, he, my road, like, through high school and, like, and now well, it's maybe just, Maybe then, like, I think, I feel like I had a lull, but yeah, I don't know. Be, maybe I'm yeah. just, because I know my dad and his friends, I was with, they were all about doing the big, you know, the 50-mile rides every Saturday yeah. morning and God. stuff like that. So. Dude, yeah. biking your life away. That's why um, cars were invented. I know, right? <laughs> Talk about the horse. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, uh, get modern, dude. Yeah. 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 At least the horse works for you. <laughs> I mean, uh, Lane, project car updates? Yeah. Um, I didn't do too much. I changed the oil on the GTI. What? You did it? Well, I didn't. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm you glad you did. to be done. Uh, yeah. I did, um, yeah. So, did oil in the GTI. And have to reset the service light. Okay. Light real hard then, you know? <laughs> yeah. I have to hold the button and start the car. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got the 944. I got the, I got the wheels, the wheel, I got an alignment. Where'd you go? Uh, big O. Okay. It, we don't have a good place anymore. We, we used to have the, the place specialty on, guys. Have gone, yeah, we used to have the special away. like uh, straightforward, and then we had the other guys. Was, uh, I used to go more. to the, yeah, more is who more. I always go to. Um, yeah, and they would do our race car too, our lemons car. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. would do a nice like, race track car. suspension. Wait, for let's it. just leave it a race car or a track <laughs> setup. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so I did that, and then la- uh, not a project update, but last weekend I went to the um, the races of Laguna Seca. Oh, you did? So, go. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. I was Which glad was that somebody went. Cool, so. I don't even know what classes those are or what the races I was watching was, were, but they were, it was cool. IMSA? Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> it was like the big Cadillac. It was like Cadillac prototypes and stuff, like yeah. those prototype cars. And then it was, you know, the Ferraris, Porsche, the mid-engine, the 911. RSR. The mid-engines. Like, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it is RSRs, right? Yeah. And then um, Corvettes and all that stuff. So that was, pre- that was pretty cool racing to watch. Mm. Um and I got hooked up from our friend Bradley Brownell, and uh, he was the he modern got, day Jay Lamb. So <laughs> he's uh, he had the, I, I feel so old now. <laughs> he had the Cadillac. He had Cadillac uh, Escalade, right? You know, he had a Cadillac Escalade, but then we were in the Cadillac booth over on oh, the front wow. straight. You know, we're on the top of the building watching everything, and they had beer and and they were cooking, I mean, you know, lunch and breakfast and all that stuff, yeah, all the free That's the way to see a stuff. race. So it's pretty nice. nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice way to watch the race. Cool. Yeah. So now you're going to talk well about Cadillacs at every opportunity. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Great cars. Yeah. Um, Ferrari won the whatever the one class was. This episode of Driving Will Awesome is brought to you by Heel and Toe Apparel, makers of fine shirts and other nice things. <laughs> <laughs> like stickers. <laughs> I feel like you said the same thing last time, <laughs> and we're like, what? <laughs> we're like, what other things? <laughs> Anyways, they do make really nice shirts, and they have some stickers. 
And there you go. The shirts are really good. Nice prints. Nice graphics. We love them. I feel like we're a broken record, but it's good to be able to repeat it for people so they really understand. Of course. And they're uh, they the shirts hold up really well. They uh, I know my shirts. I I've had them for what six months now or something. Or my first my first shirt I've probably had over a year. And it still looks as good as the day I bought it. By the way, look oh. at the tag on that lane. I think it might even say first edition. Oh, snap. They have, by the way, they have the little tags down at the bottom. Mm-hmm. That's how that you know it's a good stylish. shirt. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. That's how you know it it's quality. doesn't your neck. Yep. yep. And uh, our listeners can get 20% off going to heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash DWA. So go check them out. Let them know you uh, heard about them through us. And uh helps us, helps them, and uh and you get some rad shirts. Sounds like a plan. All right, on to the episode. Goodbye. Yeah. Oh. Some good racing though. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh Jay, Project Car Updates. Project Car Well, I actually have one. Amazingly, my Kellison went to paint this let's, week. Uh, let's rewind there. You said a <laughs> name <laughs> yeah. that no one knows. Uh, okay. <laughs> it sounded like you said Wait. Mike. Kellison. My, my Kellison, yeah. I love my Kellison. Isn't, isn't everybody here a member of the Kellison Owners Club? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I have a there's like six of them or something? I huh. have a possibly 1960 Kellison J4X. <laughs> um, more likely, it is a 1963 or 4 Astra X300 GT. Wow. Those are my now, really fast cars. Yeah, no, so not fast. <laughs> so uh, what I have is a, well, let's back up. Kellison, for those of you, for the three listeners who don't know, <laughs> Kellison was a in, such a low volume manufacturer. It was almost like they didn't make any cars based out of the Sacramento area in the late fifties through early sixties. Primarily they made fiberglass bodies and they would sell you for, you know, $500. Hey, we'll send you a body and you'll never build it into anything and it will be a disaster. So this is like in the back of road and track. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 No, it is. It was the automotive equivalent of like the schools for your fucked up kids in sunset. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so. You would order these bodies and they were, they were pitched as put this on a Corvette, like find a Corvette frame and put this on a Corvette. Well, mm-hmm. they didn't fit on a Corvette. So, <laughs> you so could totally put it on it a Corvette. Was, it was a somewhat flawed business model, but they made, I, nobody knows something on the order of maybe a dozen, maybe two or three dozen. Complete cars, well, complete cars, minus drive, minus, um, engine transmission and diff. And those were a proprietary frame. It's a, it's kind of a ladder tube frame thing. It's basically, it was made by drunk blacksmiths. It's these <laughs> big four by four iron channels, like Whoa. with, with Bismarck steel. They literally spray painted them. I mean, they sent them out spray painted. Yeah. They put a body on them and the dip, but the difference is the factory made, and I use the term factory loosely, the factory made Kellison and later Astros um, actually fit on the frame. So the ones where they sold you a body and said, here's the kit to make it into a Corvette, right. you know, take your Corvette, the, the rear end is like eight inches off the top because the body does not, literally does not fit on the kick-up of the Corvette frame. Wow. The ones where where you got the proprietary frame, the car actually fits and stance can be right, does not, not necessarily automatically, but you can make it right. So what I've got 
So Kellison was was the earlier stuff. Astra was another company that started working with them in the early 60s. And then Astra, through the 60s, kind of took over production of these things. I don't know what the hell I have. But what I've got was found in a junkyard by this guy in Richmond. He dug up Jim Kellison and said, hey, you know, what is this? And Jim Kellison said, oh, I know exactly what that is. That is one of the... 10 1960 experimental J4Xs that I built. It's the last one. Here's a little letter that says that, and you can take this to the, to the DMV and title it that way. Well, that's great. Jim Kellison <laughs> probably was drunk. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so who knows? Who knows? But anyway, so I got this thing and it's, uh, it's like, it's like this guy saw a Costin Maserati 450S from the early 60s and said, oh, man, I can build one of those in Folsom and, you know, made this thing. And it's supposed to have first gen Corvette running gear and suspension. When I got it, it had first, you know, first generation Corvette suspension means actually it was a 52 Chevy sedan in a junkyard right, that they right, pulled this yeah. crap off of. It yeah. was terrible. You know, the, the geometry on that thing is terrifying. So let's get to the point yeah. where you decided this was a good place to go. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I, 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 like, I like obscure this? shit. But have you heard of them before? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you were like, it's one of those things. Yeah. No, okay. it's one of those things. I mean, it's one of those American specials from the 50s and 60s. And did one? Just Is that a recent- terrible Kellison picture? Did one just yeah. recently yeah. sell on Bring a Trailer or was offered? They show up on Bring a Trailer every now and then. Yeah, I don't and, think it's and, sold. But and I- most, most of them, I have to say, are just but awful. I mean, the stance is wrong. Their bumpers just, are like the, out of a yeah. No, the bumpers. Who has bumpers? I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, right. that's that's a technology Kellison never actually mastered. No, they're yeah. just these fiber. That's why he built a car? He said, "I don't want any bumpers." So, but, yeah, no, I can, exactly. I can make so, this. so you're you're coming from a place of I know what they are. Right. Here's one. Oh, I'll back up. Here, here's what I wanted. I wanted a fifties. Barquetta replica. I wanted like a Lynx D type replica or like a Proteus C type. And when I started looking, those were still kind of affordable cars. This was like 10 years ago. You could get those things for not a lot, you know? Um, that market, like everything in my life, I, I was six months. It's, it's yeah, always been six months curve. ahead of me. Yeah. yeah. And it just has continued to run away. And one day I go to Fantasy Junction in Emeryville where I go all the time because our office is in Emeryville and. I'm walking out and this dude drives up in this Kellison and it's like a running driving car, which none of them are. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that that's actually a good one. Like 99% of these things suck balls. And that one sort of sits right and it looks right and it runs. I'm like, wow, that, that's really interesting. And he said, yeah, I'm coming here to give it to them to sell. And like an idiot, I said, oh, I'm a genius. Let's cut out the middleman. I'll buy it right now. I don't know what I was thinking. So I got this thing. And this guy had, he found it in a junkyard. It had never been completed. There had never been a powertrain put in this thing. So he says, all right, I'll do it. And he spent, I don't know, five or 10 years. He made it into a running driving car. And he got, he was, he did good work for a guy in his garage. He got everything 95% of the way to write. And what I'm learning now, three years later, is 95% of the way to write means you have to do everything start all over. over. Yeah. You yep. totally start over from scratch. You know, it seems like running lemons, you would have seen this time and again. I don't know. But, you know, yeah. I'm not that smart. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yes, you would think that I would have known better, but I don't know. And then once you're in it, oh, and I yeah. hired a couple of lemons guys to actually do most of the work on this. Now thing. that's the genius right Fish there. and Dave, the famous Fish and Dave of the, uh, <laughs> of the Model T GT fame. And oh. also they run a bunch of Pintos in lemons. Um, they built a, a, um, 
uh, El Caballo replica for Martin Swig years ago. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job on it. And they're really good at sort of setting up front engine American shitty tube frame cars. They're, they're really good at setting those things up. So I said, these are the guys to do it. They said, oh, yeah, we can do this car. It'll take nine months. That was three years ago. And I just got a picture from from Fish like three weeks ago. Hey, man, good news. We're almost done with your car. It was literally a frame with an engine and a diff in it. It's like, we're almost done. Wow. You're going to be driving this car soon. Anyway, uh, so last week they threw the body on it and they didn't secure it, but they just like put the body on it. And send it to Andy Shank uh, for paint. So, and Andy has already done the body. We were doing it in parallel, so they were working on on the structure. So and, I imagine there was the like cracks everywhere in the oh, fiberglass. It was, it was no, horrible. Right? It was horrible. It was so yeah. horrible. And, and in fact, when they took the body off the first time, it just broke in half, like oh, half the cowl oh, no. under the wow. eight pillars. It just broken half yeah so andy um who has a lot of experience with lotus elites and you know uh-huh. that that kind of fiberglass stuff he spent many weeks just kind of re-engineering the body on the thing and beefing it up and doing all that so the body then went back to fish and dave da 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 they put it on the car and now now it's at andy's getting paint Wow. wow. Yeah, so, so big progress. So is it one of these cars where, like, the left and right aren't Oh, the no same? relation. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely no relation at all. What, Absolutely no relation What drive, drive chain are you running? Uh, I'm running a first-generation Corvette. Um, Six uh, 283, not super, not super modified because there's no airflow through that thing. 283 has, has big walls, a lot of stuff to absorb heat. It's hopefully not going to overheat. My theory was keep it at a relatively modest. I mean, it's, it's built like a, the, you know, one step below fuely first generation Corvette. Okay. And the theory is now it probably won't overheat. We've got a big custom radiator, four row, blah, 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 blah. Um, if, if that works and if the car, I'm also a little concerned that you drive the thing is going to be terrifying so once i run it with that configuration you can always pull that thing out and and hot it up so it's that it's a tko transmission but um i'm gonna put you know the little the little the little chrome corvette with t-handle handle on it so it looks like a corvette thing and what we've done there's all of this hot rod stuff for first generation Corvettes. You want to make a resto mod, throw all that Chevrolet crap away and you can bolt up these independent front, you know, independent front suspension and, and that stuff. So we did all that. We did a, uh, um, uh, S 10 rear end, hmm. big brakes to, you know, disc brakes all around. Um, so I want it to be a usable car. I want it to be an event car that you can actually use, but I've got all that stuff and it's all bolt in. Mm-hmm. In Europe, people run Kellisons in, in what? vintage racing. Really? Um, yeah. And there's about five of them that are out there running huh. for that. If you wanted to get FIA papers, you'd have to have the original Corvette crap. So I've got all of that and it's literally in a day you could revert it to all of that FIA legal stuff. Yeah. But it would be terrible. Oh yeah. So I mean, it's going to be terrible no matter what. But it would be even more terrible with all that Corvette. So stuff. is your goal to win the Lemons Concours? <laughs> I don't is know. What what my we're, goal we're... is my goal is to spend all of my money on this stupid ass car nobody's <laughs> ever heard of. I don't know what I'm doing with this. Thing. Oh man. But but I think I found the perfect color. This was a big was thing ask. for me. Yeah. Bass, so, bass flake. <laughs> no, no. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The people who but build those totally bass flake. But it's I earlier mean, than yeah. that, right? It was. Well, 
It was like just after the C1. I mean, yeah, but by the, I mean, they order it uh, back in the 60s and then they get around to the paint in the mid 70s. In the mid 70s. Yeah. yeah. No, and it's totally it's totally bass flake, deep blue with white stripes. Yep. And like yeah. the stripe comes out. It's got, you know, sort of that that um that early 60s fish mouth nose. Mm-hmm. They put yeah. the stripe flares out and encompasses the nose. I mean, come on, dudes. So <laughs> so this thing is going to be and the car is the car is kind of outrageous. I mean, it's about a 37 inch roof height. Um, it's really long. It's like if you were taking a lot of drugs and you wanted to draw a 250 GTO, you would <laughs> yeah, draw exactly. this. Thing. Yeah. Exactly. So, you kind of like slipped with the pen when you were drawing it. I, I, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's, it's weird. And so, uh, Andy and I, we, we settle on this blue that's kind of like an early 50s Gordini blue. It's like a dark, not, not, it's not that dark. It's like a medium gray blue. Totally boring. It's super sedate. It's like is it metallic? Most, no, no, it's totally oh, just flat. Totally flat. Okay. Totally flat. Does it have flames? It's it's <laughs> it's like the color you would pick if you were a patrician post-war French racing guide. I do not want to attract a lot of attention. <laughs> yes, yes. So my theory is I'm going to be the only guy a with a Kellison that actually runs yeah. and works, and b it's going to be so not the I have Shelby stripes on my Kellison man, yeah. and I got big meats on the back. I don't know how it's going to work, but uh, that's the theory. So you're going for like the Euro look. Exactly. Like the, exactly. the subdued My, yeah. Euro on this outrageous, yeah. Yeah. weird exactly PS right. car. Exactly right. The origin story is, it is an valid. incredibly yeah. stupid rich European guy bought a Kellison. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's the origin story. I was story. looking at those pictures, like the that the rear end, like the C pillar is yeah. so weird. I was yeah. trying to figure out how yeah. that all kind of works together. It, it's here. Right, I'll, I'll show you a picture. Hang on. I'll, I'll dig up a yeah. picture of that car. Yeah. That I one, mean, the thing with Kellisons, there's like eight different. Yeah, that's. There's like eight different bodies that they made. They're all kind of awful, but some are more awful than others. And how's the interior? Is it what interior? Or <laughs> what interior? Right? There is no interior. No, I have to invent the interior out of whole cloth. Um, <laughs> literally. Um, let's Did, uh, see. It sounds kind of fun. So the one on, no, the one it, it has been tra- a fun project. The one I'm bringing a trailer had, it was white, and it. I don't think it ran. It was a total project. And it did not sell. Which is yeah. shocking, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're interesting cars. They kind of remind me of a cheetah. Yeah. Or, uh, not, yeah, yeah. The same. Like a cheetah you know the it has, in development. <laughs> right. Or the, <laughs> the has, actual motorsports. It has like the, Hon- the new Hyundai Genesis has that weird, the rear the quarter kick window, the little rear, kick yeah. up yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. It has yeah. that. I could yeah. see the appeal because it is really... It's it's extreme. It's it so is. long. It is. It's like it's like a matchbox. <laughs> the the we, yeah, the, exactly. The, the, f- yeah. the radius on the rear fenders yeah. is huge. It's banana pants. Yeah. yeah. Totally banana <laughs> like, pants. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like they took uh, a normal fender and cut like Four that's, inches that's out of it. Five inches. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. A total, like you said, it's like if you just you were drunk and tried to draw a two fifty GTO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that is amazing. cool. That thing yeah. will have crazy presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not a it's not a shy person's car. No, um, but you're painting it in this subdued kind of blue, which is well, cool. Well, yeah. I mean, I can I can. See I don't that. want to draw attention. Okay, right. just take it easy. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I'm just out with in. my Kellison. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm just trying you, to go. You to know how it goes. You know how it goes. Just see with that all the kind of wild stuff like oh just a plain color would would work really well and not being metallic too yeah yeah like the highlights and shadows and stuff so what kind of wheels are you gonna put on 
Well, right now, <laughs> right now, I'll probably stick with what it's got. The the guy that I got it from actually had a really good sense of aesthetics. He gave it he gave it the right ride height, which makes or breaks all of these cars. And it's like one in a hundred of these things sits right. He's got these these two different five spoke ones an American and I think one's a Krager. It's got the it's got the polished stainless edges with the black centers. Um I think I'm gonna actually stick with those. They're a little too new. I mean, my theory is like, okay, this should be 59. Yeah. And that's kind of a more 60s thing. They're a little new for that. But I don't really know what else I'd do. I'm also like... You can do like the fake Halibrands. Well, yeah, everybody, yeah. everybody, everybody yeah, does that, though. So. Everybody does that. Yeah. You know, you go to Woody's on the Wharf. Everybody's got those. Maybe that's... How about you like you bead there? blast those... And then do a satin clear. The Halibrands or the or the, the, the wheels you have, yeah, just to kind of give it that kind of. I mean, that's probably. I'm probably just going to stick with those. The the guy that I got it from this this fella Skip, what's his name? I can't remember his last name right now, but interesting guy. Um, he sort of got all of that stuff right, and that's mm-hmm. when that thing rolled up at Fantasy. I was kind of like, wow, I've never seen one of those that doesn't just l- make my eyes hurt. Yeah, yeah. it's sort of interested. Yeah, me. don't I change like, too much. Yeah, just like so, let's uh, stick yeah. with that non-hurting of the eyes. Exactly. And, yeah, so I don't want to screw with it. it. He had better taste than me. In I that like regard. how you say. Uh, the Kellison owner was kind of an interesting guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my yeah. favorite part. Because most Kellison owners, they're just, yeah. you know, dullards. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. You know that yeah. Kellison. You meet them every day. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, we – you have someone else Well, to say. I don't know. I'm I just curious. Say. I mean, you're opening my mind here. I, I thought you had kind of a small – stable of cars you know you were at these events every weekend and you wanted to keep it <laughs> no, simple no, no, i'm surprised much. they hear so the kellison yeah that's, yeah. A, that's a good question actually i don't um, have that much what's your current stable what do you what do you got my current stable well i've got that 911 that i was talking about in the last podcast i got that that um 996 i've got the kellison i got the sq5 lease car which is just corporate lease um and that's your a, that's your daily driver or the uh, yeah it's just between uh, that and the 911 that's my day that's my daily driver i've got uh Gen 1 Miata that lives in Santa Cruz here. Um, I don't know. That's kind of it. Really? That's kind of it. No other no other gems hiding in a uh, warehouse somewhere? Uh, not that I want to talk about. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, well, you also used to be a big Alfista. Yeah, I used to have a lot of Alphas, and I don't have any right now. And I'm kind of, I think of myself as a recovering Alpha fan. <laughs> Alphaholic. Um, I've had a ton of Alphas, and um, I... I was kind of hot for a little while to get a 4C, and then I drove one, and that cured you okay. real fast. What was the biggest letdown? God, what wasn't? Really? I mean, yeah, it's just such a chintzy little car. Yeah. It's really a shame, because in the very perfect circumstances, it's really fun. I it looks mean, very cool. The one I it, saw on Sunday was like a white one on Stage yeah. Road. It looked it, it, at stage road is the right, right circumstance. And if you're really hammering on that car and you kind of can ignore the transmission, which sucks balls, um, it's probably a great thing. And I think the, the, you know, in two years, that's going to be a $29,000 car. Yeah. It's going to be a great $29,000 car. But right but now, still, that's yeah, still right now at a fifty dollars to $60,000 transaction yeah. price, it's just, you know, the interior is really terrible and the radio is crappy and you can't see out of it. And I, I mean, I love Elise's and, um, I, I kind of never got around to getting an Elise, but I love those cars. Basically, it's just an Elise. It's really no better than an Elise. Yeah, right. Um, what do you think of the new Julia's? I haven't driven one yet. Yeah. I haven't driven one. I'd like to. On paper, they look 
Pretty, on paper, I mean, they look they're, great. They're I mean, pretty I, cars I, I find it not surprising that every magazine that has had one for more than like a day, the thing is blown up. Or yeah. a check engine light comes <laughs> on. Or a check engine light or five yeah. check engine lights or whatever. Yeah. I mean, Or it doesn't have full power on the track. Or, yeah. yeah Say the yeah. same thing about that new SUV they were in, that Stelvio. Yeah. Right. Same problems. Right. I, how, how is that How is I that know, possible? Right? I don't get it. I don't get it. But... Um, but so recovering alcoholic. Yeah, I'm due. I, I'm due for another one, and I'm a, a you know 240Z guy. I've had a lot of those. Um, uh, you know what else have I had? I have Volvos. I like Volvos. I've always had good luck with Volvos. Um, didn't, didn't you buy a 500 SEC or something from one of the? I claimed a a uh, yeah. What was it? It was a, a S600 coupe. The little two-door S600 thing. I mean, little, yeah. It was only 5,000 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the, well, these guys, and there's a little backstory on that. I mean, that was the Pendejo guys. They had this car. It was so terrible. So it was like a CL, right? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. pre-CL. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, okay. it was that, it took that niche. It yeah. was yeah. that S class. It was a, it was a, what is that? Is that a 140? Is that a W140? What's yeah, that I think body? it is. 140. I mean, they were kind of spectacular cars, but incredibly yeah. complicated and, and not worth Super fixing. sketchy used cars. Yeah. So Super sketchy used yeah. cars. So these guys, they brought one as a race car. It had no title. It, you know, wouldn't smog. It had all this sort of crap going on. And, and halfway through this race at Thunder, they're like, dude, we don't want to take this home. Like, <laughs> we just, we just think you should claim this car because we don't want to take it home. Really? And I was, yeah. And, and I was there with Dan Radowitz, who, who used to be our operations manager. Um, and Dan was working on this hot rod project. He was like, I will totally take the motor on that car. Oh, yeah. Uh, so claim that thing and I will totally th- take the motor. So we did. Um, he took the motor, we stripped the seats out, we, you know, that thing got parted out to a bunch of other people. Um, and then thankfully the body was sunk in the bay somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's, what's on your horizon? Like, what are you looking for other than the, uh, Ellison owners club? I don't know. Or... I'm looking a lot. I mean, I'd like, Kind of right now, I'm hot for like a Morgan or an MGA or one oh, of those. Wow. I haven't had a British car for a really long time. You want to worry about termites. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I want to worry about termites. I want to worry about fires. And I want to worry about breaking down in the middle of nowhere. Exactly. Um, I don't know. I, there was a Morgan on Bring a Trailer just a little while ago that was like, wow, I, you know, it was a plus four. I think I kind of can see myself. I'm old and cranky enough to be a Morgan guy. <laughs> How, how's the market on That's Morgans? I feel like it's surprisingly low, hot. Right? No, oh, it's surprisingly really? hot. Yeah. I mean, that should be a car you could buy all day long for like a grand. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like 30s and 40s. For oh, good. Okay. Wow. And that's why I don't have one because that yeah. just seems like a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know. TR3 maybe. Okay. Yeah. I kind of want to go back. I haven't had one of those cars for a long time and I've forgotten how bad they are. Right. Perfect. And I sort of want to go back. Um, huh. so let's go back. What, what did you start with? Where, what got you into this whole world? Yeah, I can't, you mentioned it a little bit ago yeah. that at 16 you were already in press car stuff. Well, I, listen, to be fair, I mean, that sounds like I had some sort of drive. My father wrote about cars. He was a car journalist. Uh-huh, and yeah. so, I mean, I had the incredible good fortune and unfair advantage to see it done, to meet those people as a kid. I mean, you couldn't do that if you didn't have that kind of a leg up. I mean, I was born on third base in that deal. I have no illusions about that. So I was able to start writing about cars when I was 16 because Paul Leinert, who was the editor of Auto Week, 
when I was 15, we were all having dinner at our house. That's so awesome. That helps. <laughs> well, no, it totally helps. Yeah, and, yeah. and there is no way I would be sitting here now if I hadn't been born into that very fortunate situation. So believe me, I'm well aware of that. But, um, so that's all the more interesting with what is your first car? Like this. my first car, the first car that I bought and owned was a TR3, was a 1959 uh. TR3A. Um, which was kind of in my memory, a kind of spectacular car. Hmm. Um, we had a buddy who had one of those in high school. It was basically yeah. his first car and yeah, he, he still it. has it and loves it. Yeah. I can't what, what? see still having it, but <laughs> yeah, he's had but it was the pretty whole great. Time. British Did, racing green over black. Yeah. Did your dad help with that decision? He had no, to. no, my father, um, God bless him. He was pretty hands off on all that stuff. My father was a, it is, I mean, I shouldn't like, he's not dead <laughs> he's totally with us um my dad is a hudson nut first and Whoa. foremost he loves hudson has always loved hudson's i mean he hasn't owned owned one for a while he's got an e-type now he's had for like 20 years uh. he's got a he's got actually he's got a first gen boxster hmm. um well he had a first gen boxer it just totally blew up oh, so no. he will not have that much longer but um now he was really good about exposing me to stuff and then just saying, you go off and figure it out. Um, so I had the TR3. What else did I have? I had a whole bunch of MGBs. Um, had a Firebird 400 convertible, 68. Oh, what? Um, nice. Had started off with all that stuff. I started out with British cars. <laughs> and and for about the first 10 years of my driving life, I was like, man, I don't understand. What are these these uppity sons of bitches with their Italian cars like my MGB is exactly like an Alpha 105 Spider. Yeah. It just doesn't have a lot of aluminum crap. It's so much simpler. It has a and tractor I, motor. Has a tractor motor. <laughs> and then I actually drove an Alpha. I was like, oh, dude, this is so much better. Like, <laughs> yeah. never driving a British car again. Yeah. And you sort of, you know, as you get exposed to stuff, you sort of stair step up from there. Um, then there's a bunch of crap in the middle. And then there's now. Yeah. There, that is my story. <laughs> so yeah. you went, you went, you went British, had a little American sprinkled in, then yeah. you went full on, no, full on Italian. super Italian, yeah. And it was almost, I mean, it was basically just alphas. Okay, it was, and it was, it was not just alphas. It was just one hundred five alphas. It was GTVs, Berlinas, uh -huh. and one Spider. It's like okay. That's fine, but it was yeah, really GTVs done, yeah. and Berlinas, yeah. What is? And, yeah. Oh, go on. And then now you're a Kellison guy. Yeah, and Kellison now I'm a guy. guy. Well, and weirdly, I've gotten into this German thing now. Uh -huh. I mean, having that that nine nine six. Yeah. Like I, you know, I drove all of those things when I was a journalist, and then you, I bought that nine nine six. It took me a couple of months to really get it, and then I had this revelation: like, man, those douchebag Nazi Porsche 911 guys who like won't drive anything else and all they say is 911s are great and totally nobody right. else should have anything else. And there's and magazines like, dedicated those, to them. The and... magazines, yeah, they have their own clubs and their <laughs> yeah. magazines, those narrow-minded guys with no imagination. God damn it, they were right. <laughs> and it right. just offends me, but yeah. they were right. So what is the uh, unattainable dream car for Jay Lamb? What do you, what do you kind of see as like Person Bentley. Or, uh, sorry, Person Bugatti. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Enough. That's the unattainable dream car. Either a either a legit Lynx D type replica or a Persong Bugatti. I have no interest in the real thing whatsoever. <laughs> the quote real thing. Screw that. What's the point? So you can yeah. get a Persang for what? Quarter of a mil? Two No, less than that. Really? Less than that. Yeah. Oh, okay. High hundreds, low oh, two hundreds. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Huh. It doesn't matter. It might as well be thirty million. Go but do it. <laughs> you had it. Uh, you, I believe you had an Aston Martin mm -hmm. recently. I had a Vanquish S. Yeah, 
And a helicopter, yeah, yeah. right? No, not an ass. Sorry, I, I'm 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 podcasting my way to a better car yeah. than I had. <laughs> I had a 2003 Vanquish. That's automatic only, right? Yeah, well, it has a, that automatic with that the manual. Up, the, it's that jacked electric. up. Uh, yeah, it's it's a you know it's like a Borg worm. I mean, it's some off the shelf yeah. junkyard transmission, and they literally have this thing that's like a chili can with slots cut out of it, and it rotates and pushes it has like servos to move the gears. Yeah, yeah, it is jacked up <laughs> and um that was a really neat car i mean it's weird and obscure and it cost i got it from the guy who bought it in 2002 he is a i think i think it was a 2003 model year 2002 he bought it he paid two hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars. oh this my car. gosh i got it for like 70 grand off of him he had had thirteen thousand miles and i just like okay i can you know take ira money and buy this thing how do people it's not going to go that, down any lower than that how do people take that hit i mean that is like you know staggering i don't know i don't know but better him than me yeah and i drove that thing around um that's that thing has some presence well, that's the car. When I was saying before about how a gorgeous car, when you live with it and it's kind mm-hmm. of terrible, it stops looking good to you. Yeah. That car stopped looking good to me. It has a lot of presence. It sounded great. I'm really thrilled that I had the experience of owning it. Yeah. It was a privilege, and I feel like a different enthusiast having owned it. <laughs> but, man, so happy not to have that car anymore. Mm-hmm. It, uh. it just... It was kind of a pig. It was super heavy. I mean, only Aston Martin can come up with a car that is carbon fiber and extruded aluminum in a bonded monocoque that actually weighs more than a stamp steel 550 Marinello. <laughs> how do they do it? I don't know how they did it. So it's this big chunky pig. You drive it around with that horrible semi, you know, semi-automatic, fake semi-automatic transmission. I literally got carpal tunnel from moving those giant paddles around. And um, it cost me, I spent literally, I had the car for 2,000 miles. I spent literally $20,000 getting all of the updates current oh my and getting the coil packs changed all the shit that it needed after this guy had kept it in his garage for 10 years. Holy cow. Um, and I do not regret it. It was an incredible experience. I was super lucky to be able to do that. Um, I'm so happy I did it, and I'm so happy. It's you got gone. it out of your system? Yeah, yeah. I totally got it out of my system. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's uh, yeah. I will say this. I will say that that, that car through the tunnel – you know, the tunnel that replaced Devil's Slide yes. between yes. Uh-huh. that car with that Cosworth six liter V12. Oh, God. Through that tunnel. That yeah. probably made all of that work. So worth it. <laughs> that was, no, that's it was, the 20 grand right there. Absolutely worth it. Yeah, 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 it was absolutely worth it. I don't know that it was worth my wife saying, what happened to all that money that was like in your IRA? <laughs> that part wasn't worth it. But actually just the raw dollars and that experience, totally worth it. I mean, the stock market goes up and down sometimes, too. And you can no, lose exactly. that way. So. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I, and I didn't actually, weirdly, I mean, I didn't come out that bad on the car. I mean, I lost a little nice. money, but not that much. When I went, I didn't, to I didn't want again. to ask, but I'm glad no, when I went to sell it again, way. I found a guy um, who really, you know, it was a great color with a great interior. Was it was it kind of the right the car. Green or it was what? BRG yeah. with a dark, like a peanut butter leather interior. Ooh, nice. And with the full leather wheel, it didn't have that plastic, oh, the yeah. plastic inserts on the wheel. Um, in a lot of ways, it was a really nice car. And, and if I had infinite resources, I think I would go find another one with the works conversion six speed. Yep. That'd be a great car to have. 
but I don't have <laughs> infinite yeah, resources, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm just I not going to do that. You can get that done for what, like 30K, I think? It was like 25. I talked yeah. to the Aston Martin New England guys, and it was like 25. And they ship your car over, right? Right. To England right. and have them do it. Yeah. Right, right, right. Wow. Yeah. Pretty cool. So I mean, then, yeah. They, they don't even replace a tranny, though, right? They just, no. Because it's no. the same They just take all that crap out they and they throw the, it in yeah, the back. And they, they, like, they throw it out the back door. And redo the center console. And then they give you a stick and a new center console. <laughs> and they say, 25,000, governor. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here's what we should have done originally. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of a smart car. You guys ever drive a smart car? I haven't, but I've mm. heard only horror stories about the transmission. So it's bad. crazy. So it's incredibly like a bad. robot is operating a clutch pedal. Literally, yeah. there's yeah. a clutch... Uh, clutch robot. Clutch robot. That's the way this thing is. I guess it's like you pull the button, then it goes, oh, what did you just say? Right. And then <laughs> right. it's like, oh, oh that's what I'm supposed to do. Oh, wait, what? And then it goes, it's like really slow, like, yeah. you know, like a sloth kind of shifting it. Yeah. Well. And then you're in the next gear. What are you in well, such a hurry for? Take I it got, easy. When, the, the way I got rid of that car is I was driving it from San Francisco to my office in Emeryville, and I was going over the Bay Bridge, and I realized, wait a minute. There are no warning lights. It's totally up to date. <laughs> Holy crap. The dashboard, the dashboard is totally dark. I am taking this to be sold right now. And yeah, I like, yeah. I, again, fancy junction. Fancy junction. I, yeah. I drove it to fancy. I said, Spencer, sell this car. It's never going to be better than this. Quick. He said, great. And that was it. Gone. Wow. That's, that's, a, yeah, that's, that's perfect. That's yeah. so good. I need yeah. a Spencer. That sounds yeah. nice. Everybody needs a Spencer. And he's selling an Aston Martin. What's better than that? Yeah. Spencer? Aston Everybody Martin. needs a Spencer. Uh, so this takes us to. You want to run a an organized? Are, are we done yet? Hasn't okay. it been an hour? Yeah, thank I you mean, for joining us. Uh, three hours. <laughs> um, well, I know you've told this story many times. I'm sure you've been on big, big uh, press junkets, <laughs> whatnots. Um, but lemons, you know, yeah. you, you get to a point where in life where you want to race people in $500 shit boxes, yeah, and wear yeah. costumes, maybe, yeah, yeah, we dress up like chickens, and yeah. you say, "Let's do it," yeah. Doesn't everybody? Yeah. I mean, it's well, we a did. Natural path. Yeah, you guys did. We just didn't know how to do it. We we thought about it, but you know, we that's as far as we got. I don't know that I don't know that I knew how to do it. I mean, we just sort of did it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like you guys with the Radwood. I mean, you just got to do it. Right. And Martin Swig, God bless his soul, was the one who said, "You're never going to answer all those questions. You just do it, and you hope you don't have bad luck." Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, that's all you can do. You take yeah. what comes to you. Yeah. And- yeah, yeah, hopefully yeah. you figure it out, and hopefully you you solve the problem a week before it really kills you. <laughs> yeah. and that's, that's what, what I've been, you've been doing for the last doing 10 years? Like 11 years now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the first one was kind of just your buddies, right? Yeah. A, a lot of auto one. industry and yeah. magazines and stuff Yeah, because like I was in the magazine business, and those were my buddies. I mean, it was, it was just supposed to be a one-time thing, and it was, we're all doing these events. They're super expensive. They're super stiff. Like everybody's solving the problem with their checkbook and let's just, let's just go rent a track. Let's take $500 cars. We'll drive the shit out of them. Can I say that on your podcast? Yeah, of course. Encouraged. (laughs) And they'll all blow up in 20 minutes and then we'll all just go get drunk all weekend long. And that was it. And it was just a temporary one shot deal. That was the idea. But because I was in the magazine business, I think at the time was i running sports car i don't know whatever i was doing oh sports car international, international. I, think I, I was a subscriber i saw many of your articles maybe i, I was that. running that at the time i don't know maybe i'd left already but anyway so you know i knew all these all my friends were just other car magazine guys so they all came and then they all wrote articles and then people like you guys were oh man i gotta go do that <laughs> yeah. 
exactly. here we are. It's our accent. Yeah. 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 That is the universal <laughs> Lemons Guy accent. That is the universal Corvette and Lemons Guy accent. Yes. Uh, just a bunch of dummies. Yeah, we were going to get a Javelin. and uh, yep. yeah. It wasn't are. a Javelin, but it was some AMC. Yeah. It was a job. Yeah. I was definitely using that accent while I was crafting the email. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, yeah. man. <laughs> I, I feel like we need to, I mean, I'm sure you've talked the lemon stuff to death, but I've, your whole history with the automotive uh, writing business is, there's probably got to be some good question that we could ask you. I don't know. What <laughs> I don't know. God, I don't know. Well, so Sports Car International. Yeah. That was a good magazine. Yeah. I, run that. Thank you. Was Thank very you. You know, I, I enjoyed it, too. I, no, it was very, very nice quality. of you, I have to say, but, but I, I mean, I think it was a good magazine. I, it was. I think it was a fun I magazine. I still remember, I don't know, were you on, were you on it when there was a 96536 on the cover? The, like, the red 911 Turbo? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. There was probably. also the 968 versus the 300ZX versus the Supra. <laughs> I think that was probably RX my era. Seven, I was running that magazine from ninety five to ninety eight, some okay. ninety nine, something okay, like okay. that. Kind of the late nineties. Yeah. So yeah. just to yeah. date us, yeah, and, and you, yeah, uh, we graduated high school in ninety eight. Oh, that is so unbelievable! So, but, so that just puts you, gives you <laughs> yeah. reference that. Think of whatever magazine. Well, I actually you read. never graduated high school. Let me just go on record <laughs> oh, now. All right. But yeah. But when you were 16, 17, 18, yeah. what magazines you were reading? That you were the yeah. guy for us. Yeah. Coming up with these, you know. I was reading protests. then. I, I mean, there weren't. There were only four magazines. I mean, there was barely automobile. Road there was track, Motor Trend, Road and Track, and and Car Driver. Right. And I was reading Road and Track. Yeah. I mean, that was sort of it. That and then I'd me. read all the other ones, and I'd read Auto Week and stuff yeah. like that. But you know, I was a Road and Track guy in that kind of John Dinkle era. Era. Mm-hmm. Um, and even sort of the Tony Hogg stuff. And, and, um, in a way you look back on that and you think, Oh, that must've been the golden age of automotive journalism. Sure. It was back when it was really a career and you could, you, there was a, uh, there weren't that many guys doing it. There weren't that many outlets and it really was still in the seventies. It was still really settling out. The really good guys got jobs and then not very good guys didn't get jobs. Well, that ended, um, for a lot of different reasons, mostly because they became really advertiser driven and not reader driven. Um, and then rapidly there was this profusion of other smaller magazines and, it became more a matter of keeping overhead down than than building readership and 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 quality, if you want to call it that. Uh, but yeah, I was reading a lot of Road and Track. I was reading a lot of Auto Week. I was reading a little Car and Driver, much less so Motor Trend. Motor Trend now is a very different brand than it was back then. Back then, it was like, hey man, it yeah. is a Mustang versus Camaro. Motor Trend was very American yeah. Yeah. car. Yeah. They're still actually. And let me. Can we all agree that if we see one more Mustang versus Camaro cover, <laughs> like we can just kill ourselves? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and how but many? That will uh, never end. How many yeah. do I see a year? Yeah, no, I, pretty end. much every week. There's another one. But in any case, yeah, that was Motor Trend's deal. And there was that period back then in the 70s when Road Track really was the magazine that was dealing with the life that you could build around interesting cars. Not really the cars themselves, but it was where are these objects, what are they going to introduce you to and what are they going to take you to and what are they going to expose you to more than just the object? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, I don't know that that 
I don't know that that lasted, but there was that period where I was really into that. So let's not forget the cutaway illustrations. Yep. Kind of, just, yeah, the best we'll put that in with there. all the, and then also um, comparing it to like a horse and carriage or something. <laughs> right. That was always good. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and, right. you know, they would always throw in something like that, like yeah, yeah. Right, you know, right. this like beer, whatever, this beer stand goes zero yeah, yeah. to ten miles an hour right, at this right. speed. Yeah. Um, even looking back to, you know, I have run tracks from from the early sixties and stuff, and they would do that stuff yeah. even back then. You know, yeah. always kind of had a little bit of a, you know comedy yeah, it, it, it was be. kind of a an, a literary intelligent magazine mm-hmm. yeah exactly um when i started at sports car in the mid 90s um sports car had no budget at all and it had no marketing budget at all and i somehow i wheedled out of the publisher i think it was 500 dollars to Get an airplane to tow a banner over the Monterey Historics that said <laughs> SCI, what R&T used to be, which I thought was really clever. Well, I was an idiot. I mean, I was 22 years old or something yeah. like that. I'm 25 years old. It never occurred to me. So Tom Bryant was – Thomas Bryant was the editor of Road Track at yes. the time. And he was my hero. And it never occurred to me he might be a little pissed off about that. <laughs> never crossed my mind. And like two days later, I heard from one of these guys that I knew from press trips from Road Track, like, oh, man, like Tom Bryant saw that and he was really cheesed off. And I was like, what the hell did I do? <laughs> oh, my God. And I've never no talked to the guy. I've never talked to the guy about that. Um, oh. But I felt so... Like, oh, I'm such an asshole. Well, this goes along with your theory of just do it and then figure it out yeah, later. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Later. I don't know if Tom Bryan is still around, but if you are, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> I mean, sports I car. about that ever since. That was, I mean, Sports Car International was one of those kind of little startup magazines. Yeah. And you guys, I'm sure, didn't. Yeah. You didn't have a lot of advertisers probably because you no. didn't get as much no. as you wanted, uh-uh. but you that, can't that be, also made you it. You cannot be owned by your advertisers when you have none. Yeah, yeah, but that also, <laughs> I do remember it was like a thick stock. It was. Of, it was very glossy, good photos. It was very photos. glossy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the photos, it had big photos on yeah. every page, yeah. and yeah. sometimes there would be a huge photo and not that much print on a page. Yeah, yeah. You, I don't think Did you guys Ian, would do the typical, like, you wouldn't do the writing over the picture where you can't right, really right. read no, it. That's, that's a good point. It would be blocked yeah. off nice bordered. and stuff. Like yeah. always bordered. Yeah. I remember I, I can, I can picture Same every, all well, there's, there's two guys. There's two guys. There's Henry Rasmussen was the art director and he's just a genius. I mean, he just has a great aesthetic sense. He was the art director of that magazine and he would really insist. And I don't know what I was doing. I mean, I was this freelance writer who got got grabbed my collar was grabbed okay now you're the editor of the magazine well, i didn't know anything about that and so henry would kind of take the lead on that sort of stuff and i was like great you know you tell me um and then the publisher is this guy tom toldrian who was either smart enough or just disinterested enough to say look this is dumbass little magazine you know, here's your budget to buy stuff. Just go away. Like, just do whatever you want to do. <laughs> Did he have other and, magazines? Yeah, that that group had, I don't know, half a dozen magazines. Okay. They had Excellence, was really the moneymaker. They had a woodworking magazine. I mean, it was just, it was kind of the <laughs> island of misfit toys. It's this yeah. office in Nevada. Tom was this guy. So is, would they, is did this they have guy. like Forza then too, or was that? They did not on? have Forza. Okay, okay. They did not have Bimmer. They didn't yeah, have they any didn't of those other the magazines. One or they whatever. didn't have the Corvette yeah, magazine. Yeah. They didn't have any of that stuff. It was, but they had whatever it was. They had this half a dozen magazines. Yeah. Tom was this guy. He's a lawyer 
trained as a lawyer and an accountant. He used to he he did very well with Roundtable. He worked for Roundtable, made a bunch of money, retired out of there, and started a magazine business. Huh. And so he was smart enough to just realize, look, hire a guy, tell him what he's supposed to do, and then just go away. So, I mean, it was this incredible toy. Nobody, and I didn't understand at the time, nobody else in the magazine business had this thing where you would just, I could do whatever I wanted. In 120 pages. Or it's a little intimidating, pages, though, because I you do gotta, whatever I wanted. You got to yeah. come up with something every month. I didn't know, though, because <laughs> yeah. I'd never, I'd never been, so I'd you never had a job before. <laughs> no, I never had a real <laughs> job. Like, I was, this is what I need to do. I was a freelance writer. I didn't yeah. have the slightest idea. So, <laughs> I didn't know. So, you'd show up, and yeah, here's like, here's 20 guys, and they have written for you before call them and see if they want to write an article <laughs> you figured it out i mean you just figured it out yeah so and tom stayed out of your way and henry made it look good so what else do you need yeah i remember reading uh i think it was an editorial or something he wrote about going to look at a porsche 928 mm-hmm. in santa cruz mm-hmm. and it was such a I rad thing to see like <laughs> oh i know where that is you know it's always that thing and people do it to this day they'll see a picture on bring a trailer or whatever and it's uh, the ad as photos of their you know, hometown. Yeah. Like, I know where that's that bridge yeah. is. Yeah. Same thing. So it's brush with greatness. And it was Jay Lamb, Santa Cruz, Porsche 928. Oh, that there's Sports greatness right there. Jay Lamb and a Porsche 928 <laughs> right? in Santa Cruz. What could man. have happened? Man. <laughs> man, those are the golden better than that. Those are the golden <laughs> ages. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so where, where was your last stop at uh, automotive journalism? Um, Did you go on so, after that? So I... Yeah, after the Sports Car International stuff. You did stuff for excellence, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I wrote for everybody. I started a business. So automotive journalism is a really weird business. And and when I got started in the early 80s was the very end of when it was really a real career for journalists. And and the, 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 the um, economics of it have changed dramatically. I really wrote it. I po- probably was the cause. I wrote it into the <laughs> ground. Um, and so over the years, I had to sort of keep reinventing what was I going to do to make this an actual business or a career. So from from being the editor of Sports Car International, I was also at the same time editor of Vintage Motorsport and some other stuff. I started a business after that that did contract publishing. So we would go out, we would find car clubs or manufacturers and stuff like that. We'd do their magazines for them because it was, I realized it was more economically reasonable to have one editorial staff um, doing a bunch of different things than like Chevrolet did not need an agency with its own staff and the, you know, Miata club did not need its own editorial staff. So you, I realized you could bring all that stuff together. You could, you could produce that. So I did that and that worked for a while, but you know, the magazine business as the internet evolved, the magazine business was clearly the, the print magazine business was clearly falling apart. So we did a bunch of those. And one of the magazines we did was that Corvette magazine. So Ross, Tom Toldrin came back to me after that um, said, Hey, we want to start this Corvette magazine. And, and I think honestly, he saw what I was trying to do with this contract publishing business. I think he felt bad for me because he realized <laughs> like, no, nah, that's probably a bad idea. And he is, he's a very nice guy. I think he probably threw me this Corvette magazine, like try to keep me above water. Yeah. Um, so we did, so we developed that magazine. We produced that magazine for the first hundred issues or something like that. Lane was a subscriber. Well, no, no way. <laughs> and, but then Lemons came along just as the magazine, as everything in the magazine business was clearly becoming untenable, 
we just, I just fell ass backward in lemons. And these guys who were working for me on the magazines, we just started doing the races. And, and as <laughs> those so things funny. grew, it really was these two lines were crossing as those things grew. The magazine business was getting rougher and rougher. And we just started spending more time doing magazines, started firing Mac. We're sorry. We started spending more time doing races, firing magazine clients. I mean, the first one, it goes like the PT cruiser club quarter. No, like, you're gone. Is that a no, real thing? No, oh, yeah. Oh, no, we absolutely did. <laughs> you cruiser were responsible quarterly. for that? 100%. 100%. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you want, I could you tell you stories. Oh, yeah. Let me oh, see yeah, your yeah. Let me see your tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we, you know, we started shedding those businesses. And the last one to go was Corvette magazine, actually. Um, and then started doing the races. What, huh. what what point, what number race did you realize you had something going on? Was it right away you said, this is going to be a thing? No, right away. And let me just say, I want to apologize to everyone listening to this podcast because this is really a waste of an hour of their lives. <laughs> we say that every week. Every so week. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's, that's our normal sign-off. Okay, yeah. that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> We're so um, sorry. <laughs> we, yeah, All right, yeah. please get a life. Exactly. I'm interested in something else, a charity perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Um, the very first race at Altamont Speedway, um, that thing started, and as soon as the green flag dropped, and it was this constant screeching of tires, I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> just this red. Such a bad idea. Please and if I get this. out of this alive, yeah, exactly. I'm never doing this again. Were you driving in that one? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Badly. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> And about halfway through the first day on Saturday, Martin Swig, who was who was a really he was an important figure in my life and and a friend of mine and kind of a mentor of mine. And Martin Swig said to me about halfway through Saturday, as I'm terrified, I'm like, this is so terrible. <laughs> I said, you know, you, there's something here like. I don't know what it is, but you need to pursue this. And at the time, my thought was, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And like, as soon as this is over, I'm never doing this again. Um, but he, he put that seed in my brain. And as we talked about it later, and there were a couple other guys who came out who were also friends of mine, who I respected as people who were smarter than me and who had built things like I had never built. Who sort of said the same thing. They had common sense, a little bit of common sense. I mean, they had common sense. You're and, like, I guess I can trust them. And, and they just were people who, you know, had built businesses and done things and they were just smarter than me, clearly. And, and, and a few of these different guys, Bruce Campbell was one. Eric Zausner was certainly one. And these guys just said, you know, I think there's something here. You shouldn't give up on it. You should figure out, you know, is this what you want to do and how are you going to do it? And then people like you guys, I think, started communicating afterward when they started reading these reviews. Like, oh, man, I want to do that. You should oh, do man. One. Oh, man. <laughs> you need to do another one of those things, man. <laughs> and uh, so by, this, by the end of the second race, it was pretty clear that there probably was something that people would want to do there. Yeah. That we had tapped into something. I mean, it was completely by accident. It was, I wish I had been smart enough to have figured it out. Sure, sure. Just the right place at the right time. No better reason than that. But clearly we had stumbled onto something. Yeah, so. and you saw that you could monetize from it a little bit. Yeah. And, and there was like something there, And right? you saw it's, that that was probably a business and you could see that the magazine was, stuff we were doing was probably not a business yep. for more than a few more years. You got to do something in desperation, 
being broke and desperate is a great motivator. <laughs> it, uh-huh. is, it is. They'll do some weird stuff like yeah. PT Cruiser magazine. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Uh, and, then, and since then, you've, I mean, so number two, the race we were at basically, yeah. because of us. I know what you're you saying. Were basically like, I know what you're saying. Like, because we were there, you said, this is going to be something. <laughs> and, uh, oh, man, now, now we're, we're yeah. hitting a big time now. So, so how many, so now it's 11 years race later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. what, uh, Jeez. how many races? A well, thousand? this Button Willow event will be our 196. Okay. Something like that. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, you have them in Australia now? We have a licensee. We have, well, two different. There's one in Australia and one in New Zealand who do these races down there. We have um, a, this Concours guy who does Concours. We have a rally guy who does road rallies. Oh, we so have that's... a Concours guy in Australia who does Concours. So those are all separate. You're not yeah. like doing the Concours de la Mans No, 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 no that's this guy, Ali Galbraith. You know Billetproof? You must know yeah, Billetproof. Yeah, yeah he, he also does Billetproof stuff. Mm. Um, so he does those. We started out doing them together, these Concours de Lemons. Um, and we rented this couple of parks, like in Seaside and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, they were out of the. Yeah, they were kind of out of the mix. The house, yeah. And we did those for a few years, and finally, I said to Alan, "This is stupid. Like, why are we doing this? I mean, we're <laughs> spending all this money, we're doing all this work. This is never going to work." Uh, and he said, "Well, yeah, it's stupid, but it's fun, and you know, you should just let me do it. Like, just let me use a name, and I'll do it." Um, so are you sure you really want to do this? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. So he's been doing it and he's kind of made it work. Yeah. It seems like he's really, he's really made it work. I I feel like one year you guys were maybe at Italiano. You had cars. Um, Italiano? No, it was, it was, I think it was down the street. Down the street. It was down the street. Yeah. Yeah. It's in that alley. Right. Behind the guy. Right. You got to know a guy. (laughs) I I thought there were cars at Italiano or something. There might have been. I mean, you know, these are these crappy, they're crappy cars. They can drive wherever they want. We talked about a Maserati 430. That would kind of cross over. Yeah. (laughs) You could do both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, no, so Alan, Alan's done a great job with that thing. And he figured out Alan, he ultimately hit on the secret. The secret is the value of an entry ticket to the Conquerors of Lemons is no money. And if you don't charge anyone, that is the perfect cost. <laughs> that is precisely what it is worth. The people will come. And the they people did, will come. You guys, and I guess you didn't, but lemons they had that rally right before that went all yeah. the way to canada well, no that that actually okay, we're doing were yeah, the, ra- the rallies were actually yeah that that's actually something that we are doing that seems so miserable by oh, the way we saw dude. them three saw them days driving. dude and they're driving like all 600 the, miles a day yeah, yeah. it's like, bananas i did the first one and it was it was the middle of august and it was like monterey to death valley to las vegas i remember back that. to monterey yeah. and i drove that and i was like man i'm so not doing this again (laughs) i'm so too old for this but people love it and people like to everybody likes to be out in like mcdonald's parking lots and stuff yeah yeah yeah. sleeping on the side of the road well here here's the thing here's the thing that's right up your alley lane no (laughs) you need to and and i'm i'm a little old for this now i mean i'm actually going to do some of them next year but but you need to feel like you have accomplished something. And in this world, and 24 hours of lemons is the same sort of deal. In this world. It's so easy. It's so easy. And you really don't need to push yourself to do anything. You don't need to feel uncomfortable. You don't need to accomplish anything hard. You don't need to do anything where you got to stay awake for it. You just, you can live your whole life now and not do any of that stuff. And giving people a framework in which 
They can do a thing that's hard and it's tiring and it's hot and it's unpleasant. And the car blows up and they got to figure out how to fix it and all that sort of stuff. That actually is kind of fun. Do you know what you just made me think of this is those stupid Spartan races. Yeah. Let's set up barbed wire and yeah. flames yeah. and mud pits and yeah. fucking walls. Yeah, and, exactly. And then charge people yeah. no, a bunch exactly. of money to do that. Exactly. Like on paper, you're going, what? That will never work. But yeah. then it's sold out, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a boot yeah. camp yeah. and you're charging yeah. people. Yeah. To, uh, yeah. So then I want to horrible. I want to do for the next cup for, for the, the lemons rallies that are coming up next year. I'm going to add a 10% class. And it's going to be open to any car that you bought for 10% of its original window sticker. Oh. And so I'm going to actually do some of those. I figure there, there is a W140 out there somewhere. There's a ton of cars that will yeah. meet that requirement. Yeah. And I'm just going to be pimping that thing, to, you know, that 600 <laughs> miles a day, whatever. You can probably Again, do a, if it blows you can up, who cares? 5% yeah. like with that. You know? yeah. 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 There's some spectacular stuff out Maybe there. Maybe next that. year you can just like throw shit at people's faces. Too. <laughs> that's extra, Lane. You got you to gotta pay extra for that. Yeah. 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 No, that's a $400 privilege right there. <laughs> yeah. 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 I guess that was a part of, you know, with the, you guys had the th- throwing tofu at people as they, we had the like, throwing tofu. Well, we had the, originally we had the trees. throwing lemons where we would give the corner workers, corner workers. Let me just tell you, you might not know this. Corner workers hate racers. Like racers are just <laughs> always trying to kill them. They're never saying anything nice to them. So, so early on in lemons, we would give all the corner workers like a basket of lemons to throw at the cars. And that was spectacular <laughs> until one day. Ed Adams was blinded by lemon juice when the lemon <laughs> oh, broke shit. on his A pillars. Ah! He oh, like shit. almost T bone some dude, so we don't know <laughs> yeah. that anymore. But that's uh, yeah, his hazards. Yeah. There was a lot of questionable stuff. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> sketch. My favorite was the eggs in a basket oh, above yeah. your head yeah. or something. Yeah. I, yeah, we never got those penalties, but yeah, God, yeah we never it. got any penalties. Now we paid off the uh, the white haired judges. <laughs> have, uh, who was it? Merle Martin. And who knows? I don't know who yeah. was there. Yeah, good times, very good times. Well, I think it's that time. What do you think? Um, yeah, sure. Oh, actually, did you want to? Are you are you talking about the uh, event in March at all or no? Uh, not yet. Okay, not yet. Anything Nothing else you want to plug? You want to? Kellerman, Kellerman, what, what is it? Kellison? Kellison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, want, I want everybody to know that the next future collectible <laughs> yeah. is Kellison's, yeah. and that's going to drive the market way up. So everybody out there who's listening, just remember, a, any Kellison is a $400,000 yeah. car. Your, your yeah. air-cooled Porsches aren't worth shit. Yeah, that's, forget that. And that's spelled Q-U-E. Kellison. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, it's trivia time. That's what he does. Did you know we had trivia music? I didn't know that. No. When was the first 24 hour of Le Mans? What year did Le Mans start? Okay, you say it. I have to say it that way. Uh, to separate yeah. it? Oh, man. <laughs> Can I take a wild guess? Yes, you're in Winner, winner, oh, oh, excellent. Saves me the excellent. hassle. Look at this guy. We usually let Brian go first because it's quite <laughs> entertaining. I'm not good at trivia, Jay. Uh, Brian would have said 1890 or something. Um, I said 1929. I won't, I won't let Jay answer this one first because if he doesn't know, it'd be embarrassing. But how many Australian and New Zealand races were in 2017 for 24 <laughs> lemons. I, I actually don't know the answer to that. No, come on. Yeah, in no, what, really what years? This year, how many races did they put on in New Zealand? And by the way, 
I'll bet they love this race. I would love to do a yeah. New Zealand race. Yes. That's like oh, that would be like so a dream fun. of mine. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. To yeah. Go and, oh my gosh. Uh, well, I'm going to say nine. That's a pretty good guess. Yeah, I'm going to say nine and a half. <laughs> Mister, got to be less than that. It's got to be less than Mister that. Uh, Head. Like six, seven. Okay, seven oh, races. Right. Um, when I think of lemons, I think of. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Can I just? Is this all lemons trivia? Because that's just lame. Whoa. We prefer to say, um, when I think of lemons, well, we're doing it in honor of you. Okay. All right. All right. You know, we do, you know what? I, I, just I'll so you know, it. we don't always do lemons. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I feel better now. Oh, I feel like, better. Thank God he's finally here. We can really <laughs> make a point. Uh, when I think of lemons, I think of shitty cars. And the shittiest car of all is an American car from the 70s. Any guesses what I might be thinking of? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, I think I got it. Really? Yeah. It's just like the epitome, right? Yeah. No, no, but I'm not going to spoil it. You, oh. guys, you guys go ahead. Just what, what car from would From the you... 70s, the shittiest car ever. I mean, stereotypically. I, I don't even think oh, it... stereotypically? Okay. I mean... I think the the it, Gremlin did they make very that close. in the seventies? Pinto, the right? Pinto. Close. No, not even close. Not even close. You know, <laughs> Mustang Two. So, you know what's no. so much worse than that? What? A late Malaise era Aspen. <laughs> oh, so you're so on a, much. Worse. You're on a whole different level. Yeah. I know yeah, yeah, the yeah. Aspen. Those are terrible. I'm just thinking yeah. Pacer. A fucking Pacer. The no, Garth Pacers Mobile. are brilliant. Best <laughs> car ever made. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> the Sundowner Edition. Available only Ooh. in California, uh-huh. 1975. Base price, give it to me. 1975 Pacer Sundown Edition. Sundowner. Sundowner. So it had really cool graphics. Come yeah, on. that was a visual package. No, no. It was not the one with the jean interior. The, the Levi. It was, a, yeah. it was an optional. 29.95. That's a good guess. Really good. 1999. Jeez Louise. I'm going to say 23. 49. You guys are all under. This is a fucking nice call. What? <laughs> <laughs> 3599. Whoa. And wow. a sundowner was an option. These are options. $300 was the sundowner. That's pretty expensive. That's an relatively. expensive option yeah. back yeah. then. Yeah. Dude, well, it's a sundowner lane. Come on. <laughs> uh, that is your oh. trivia lemons edition. Huh? Wow. I like it. You guys did very You good. said it was lame, Jay. He's self-deprecating, you know? Yeah, yeah. no, no. I'm saying, like, if that's going to be the thesis, then you just shouldn't even post this thing at all. Because <laughs> who wants to listen to that? Nobody. I mean, imagine the other two. 280 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine. It's All right, true. on that note, it's true. Well, thank you so much. For yeah, thanks us. for having oh, me, Jay. Yeah, God, thanks, Jay. thank you so much. I would. You know what? If when I'm gone, you guys can talk amongst yourselves, right. and if you want to invite me back, that'd be delightful. Oh, you're, oh, you're welcome. You're back already considered done. We'll, uh, we'll have sure. you back. Yeah, this is great. Um, Anything and nothing to plug? No, 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 nothing to plug. Nothing to plug. Lemon doesn't need any more participants. Remember that, Kellison. Q U E. All right, guys. Good night. Bye.
the Kellison owner was kind of an interesting guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my yeah. favorite part. Because most Kellison owners, they're just, <laughs> yeah. you know, dullards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>